what you've just shared is worth this whole podcast time <laughs> in gold. Welcome to the Disciple Making Youth Ministry Podcast, where we talk about the calling of youth pastors to equip students for the work of making disciples, moving teens from church attenders to disciple makers. Here are your hosts, Joel Friend and Jeremy Collins. Welcome, everybody, to the Disciple Making Youth Ministry Podcast. We are in episode four, part two of our COVID in youth ministry uh, show. And so we're just going to jump right in and ask the question, what are the practical things that we have done during this COVID time in youth ministry? What is, you know, how have things settled? So we had the initial, you know, we had the initial bomb drop and then then we had a little bit of the, you know, the radiation, you know, the, you know, the aftermath. And now things have settled a little, dust has settled a little bit. You know, where are you guys right now? What is it, what does it look like for your ministry? And what are the practical ways of which you are making those shifts? I would say the most practical shift we've made has been just simply getting back to teaching kids the elementary basics of reading the Bible and understanding the Bible. And that has made its way into all the different times we meet and, and avenues. So when do you, so when do you meet? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. It's like, what are those specific things? Like, when are you meeting? What's it look like? You know, how many kids are coming? Sure. Yeah. Our, our meeting schedule is, has been kind of back to what it was. It's still abbreviated. We meet with high school students on Sunday nights from six to seven 30 preteen and middle school students on Wednesday nights, six to seven 30. And so th- those gatherings have, have kind of come back to what had been pre-COVID a little bit. We're meeting in person, masked up, socially distant. And most of our time has been spent around relationship building and teaching. The games become the extra that we add on at the end. And that's the practical that we've kind of shifted to. That's where we've landed. And we're hoping to keep adding to that. We're, we're adding some smaller group book times. We're studying. I'm actually the book that we started reading, How Not to Read Your Bible by Dan Kimball. I have a group of high school guys that's going to start reading through that book with me here in the month of March, and I'm excited about things like that. But our main ministry is Sunday and Wednesday nights right now. Do you have anything online? Right now, uh, kind of. We started a Minecraft server. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) When you have students come up to you say, I want to hang out on Discord and uh, make a Minecraft server, I'm like, I don't know what that is i've never played minecraft so let's do it guess you're gonna figure it out so yeah there's some goofy fellowship stuff uh we've been queuing in a few students online but it's really hard and and this is the challenge i don't know how to balance i'd love to hear if you found a way is how do we balance the kids that want to be in person and are in person with the kids that that can't be and and how do we not lose that are are we doing online ministry nights alongside in-person ministry nights because it doesn't work to put a computer in the middle of an in-person oh night and yeah that doesn't work ask any ask any kindergarten teacher how that goes or first grade teacher any elementary school teacher where they're trying to pay attention to the class that's in front of them in person doing all the things that they're doing but also make sure that the people online are paying attention i, I it not to say it's a no-win situation but i think you know i i'd love to hear if anybody in the comments wants to like hey we figured that out uh, we haven't gotten to that place where we felt like, okay, we're going to be good at both because I think we were good at the one when it happened. But then when we made the shift back to in person, we have more people attending in person than we have not in person. But so we've tried to make more 
personal ways of being able to like connect with those kids that aren't coming back for either the, you know, they don't feel safe or they don't want to wear a mask. Um, and so that's, we've trying to make in personal connections that way from us as staff members. Yeah. And, and if anyone does have thoughts or ideas, you can also email us at disciplemakingym at gmail.com. And, and let us know some of the things you found that worked. That would be super helpful. And we'll give you a shout out uh, on an episode. But yeah, that balance between in person and online. And as we get closer here to the spring and the summer, yeah, um, I'm just hoping that more and more becomes in person than, than what we have. Yeah, I think the I think the I think there is some hope on the horizon in some way, shape or form. Now, that might be different depending on which news station you turn into uh not to go down that route but that's true i mean there is there seems to be you know people are shaped by what is said in the news and in what's reported so i think that's important let me let me share some of my uh practical COVID sure. strategies and i think we're we're kind of heading towards the finish line here uh but we kind of we have kind of two we do online and in person but online is different uh for what we're doing uh so we're not trying to do large group stuff online we're trying to do smaller stuff online a uh, smaller uh, group because that way i actually have the attention of the people in front of me uh so we we tried to do high school bible study online through zoom and the kids hated it and so what we kind of did we we made this shift towards uh i had this idea of like you know how you know a kid can have an sat tutor uh or they can have like a a trainer for baseball I was like, why couldn't you have, why couldn't you be a Bible study tutor? And so what we, what we did specifically for, well, high school, only high schoolers are signed up for it right now. And so me and Sophia, uh, we, uh, we started this thing called Bible study coaching and we do it over Zoom and it's one-on-one with a student. And we have an iPad that we're able to kind of share the screen. And then we have the scripture up on the screen and we're walking through, walking them through passages of scripture and helping them unpack it have you ever seen uh john piper's look at the book look at the books dude what you've just shared is worth this whole podcast time in gold (laughs) bible study coaching one-on-one that is fantastic and so two things about it one it's only 15 to 30 minutes that's how we packaged it and the other is like you pick the time so one of the issues that ended up being uh one of the issues for us was uh, that kids had a hard time being able to uh, commit to a particular... Now, it's true for any ministry you're doing, any way, shape, or form. But we felt like, okay, if we're going to make this thing personal, you pick the time. And so we've had... I'm, I think uh, Sophia's been meeting with about three different students, and I've been meeting with about three different students. And they're all high schoolers, and so that, that's been good. So that's one thing that's come out of this. Jeremy, I know your YouTube channel had come out of I have that in my notes. Your YouTube channel come out. So, so get plug, plug it a little bit. Yeah, well, and, and the genesis of it all is our church tried to make a shift to say, how do, we, how do we disciple kids and families and students? And so we jumped into something called the New City Catechism, where we're walking through a question every week, uh, leading families in short video form, and then what ended up happening is I said, well, there's so many more questions. There's so many more things to talk about. And people don't really want to interact with a uh, church YouTube channel. So how about I throw some things up on my personal YouTube channel yeah. that can get some more interaction, get some more discussions. And so I've been making... Dude, you're grinding. Uh, yeah, two videos a week is a you're grind. grinding. But all the hope around it is just to, like what you're doing, getting getting the tools and and... And everything in the hands of people, the, the whole point of it is to study the Bible and teach people how to do that. And my, my favorite moment that I've had in the six, eight weeks that I've been doing this is I had a middle school kid come up to me and go, Jeremy, 
I got a new Bible and I bought the Bible pens you recommended and I'm writing down in a journal Amen. and I'm just like this. It, he's so excited about reading the Bible. And even if no one else watches another video that I make, yeah, that's good. that is so awesome. And none of that would have been possible without all the background noise yeah. of ministry being turned all the way down yeah. and me going, man, I can be creative in new avenues. You have a, you have a gifting in it for sure. Um, so anything you see that looks like aesthetically good in terms of this podcast, it has 0% to do with me and everything to do with Jeremy. So I have, I have one, uh, well, actually two other things. So one, online, one thing that's been working for us too has been uh, being, being able to stay together with other youth pastors. That's been nice. So we'll be able to connect. We have a network here. Uh, and uh, and that that has been good whenever we've been able to do it. But the thing that we've been most excited about in terms of our ministry, and the thing that we're heading in the direction of a little bit more is so we we started up this um, we started uh, doing uh, multiply, which is by Francis Chan. And Francis Chan, uh, it's a really good book because it kind of, you know, gives a definition of disciple making, but then it also has a great, it does a great job of doing the overviews and the themes of the Old and New Testament. That that overview in Multiply is one of the most succinct ways to understand from beginning to end what God's plan and mm. what God is doing. And I was so blessed to read that. We had our elders do that a number of years yeah. ago to read through that and just that section, even if you don't read the other parts, yeah. just that summary is so good. Yeah, and we had a, so what we did in the summer was the end of the summer, we're like, hey, if anybody wants to sign up for this, let us know and we're gonna do this. And we were up front, we were like, this is a 24 week commitment. And also at some point, the agreement is, is that if you sign up for this, when it all is said and done, you are going to lead somebody else through this. And so we had just finished up, um, I finished up week 21 last week. And so what ended up happening is the, just last night, those guys met for the first time without me. So there are three guys together and they're walking through, uh, you know, scripture together and and they're going to finish out the last couple weeks. And I have another group that's heading in that direction. But, well, we have five guys and three girls. Sophia's doing it for some of the girls. And in about next four to six weeks, they're going to be starting their own groups and 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 they will have you know had this t another 24 weeks where they are owning the spiritual formation is it going to be perfect absolutely not are there going to be some theological things along the way yeah probably and and it's a think of it a little bit of like you know trying to plan a small little church you got to keep checking in with it making sure everything's going well uh and so that's the thing that we're most excited about online for what we're doing because they we do probably they probably have a better idea of discipling than when I started in youth ministry. <laughs> That's that is true for for the both of us. That is that is absolutely true. Um, and then in, for in person, basically we've this plan for what we think is most important. So we've been able to actually we've lucked out. The Lord has blessed us. We have been together since last June, hmm. almost on a weekly basis. And it was outside for the good portion of the summer. And then obviously when the weather shifted in October here, because we're in Pittsburgh, you know we went inside. But we're masked. We're distant. Um, and so we plan for what's most important, scripture and small group. That is what uh, almost all of our time goes to. And, uh, and so, you know, one of the things that we do is, you know, we plan for the middle ground and safety protocol because, you know, the kids who don't care about masks are as important as students who, you know, who do care. <laughs> and so we, that's part of the reason why I think we mask up too is because we want to have it available to everybody. And, and our high school ministry has seen some of the highest attendance it's ever seen. Now, that's probably because they don't have a whole lot going on or anything else to do, but we're glad that they're, uh, they're there. And so we, we provided snacks to go. We have, mm -hmm. we've kind of gotten 
rid of the cafe and we have snacks to go. Um, and so we set up with distancing in mind. And then every now and then what Sophia and I do is we check in with uh, kids and families that haven't been around for a while. I mentioned that before just to see how they're doing. And so those are some of the things that we have been practically doing in our ministry. And uh, it's it's been good. And I know that people listening right now, some of them, they haven't been together at all, and some of them, the, their youth ministries have fallen apart. Uh, and I just want to, uh, you know, just say I'm so sorry for those things that have happened. Um, but keep plugging along, keep trying to do your best um, to uh, to reach these kids. Yeah, and and it gets back to how you opened us today, talking about that this this work of equipping the saints for the work of the ministry is not in vain, um, and this idea of of the toil that we put in and. And however it is that you're finding in your context to disciple kids and, and the practical ways that you're trying to figure out, know that you're not alone mm. in that in that struggle. We, we have been so blessed to be able to bounce ideas off one another and be in a network that does that. This is a universal challenge in youth ministry right now, and I think it's a calling back to how we do discipleship and why we do discipleship and and our programs being in service to the disciple making aspect, yeah. not just the, the number growing aspect of our, our ministry context. Which we will talk about a little bit more next week. All right. Final question. Thought it'd be a fun one. Of course, when I presented this as a fun question, you, you took it serious. And I, once again, I took it serious, but not as seriously as you. Okay. So what is one thing that you think will remain after all of the, now I'll say this, not that we return to normal, but that we return to comfortable, that people are more comfortable to uh, come back around. The need to train up young people as disciple makers. And I think it's something we kind of forgot about because we got so into everything else Mm -hmm. and with it all being stripped away, I'm just seeing that need greater than ever before. And I know I took it serious. Um, as long as that remains, we have a job. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good thing. Um, but it also means we have to organize and think about how we approach what we're doing in the context we're doing it. Um, mine is just, I think Zoom will stay around. That's what I, <laughs> I think Zoom. <laughs> Zoom is here to stay. And I and, and what did I put in my, uh, yeah, it's just some point, like for quicker meetings, like if you just want to see someone face to face and, you know, that FaceTime portion, or if you're, you know, if you, one of the things I've discovered about our Bible study is we used to meet at either Chick-fil-A or, and then we moved to a, you know, student's home and they hosted in their basement is that we've cut down on travel time. I mean, it, you know, it was about 20 minutes both ways for people. So 40 minutes have gone. And so I think if it's a quicker meeting, like, I think I'm going to still do these, these coaching sessions, uh, because they're convenient to the time that we have, um, you know, for some of them I'll probably do in person, but I think it's, you know, if I have back to back ones, I cut down to the travel time. So I think zoom will be here to stay in some way, uh, uh, shape or, or form. Well, and I wouldn't even say that that's silly. When Zoom becomes a ministry tool, it should yeah. stick around. You're right. You're right, Jeremy. Because think think of the ways that you're using Zoom. You're using Zoom in service to the gospel. Yeah. And uh, as long, don't get me wrong, I love playing dodgeball. But if dodgeball goes away and doesn't remain, okay. Yeah. I'd be sad, and probably most of my high school, middle school boys would uh, stop coming at some point. But yeah. But ultimately, when it's in service to the gospel, that's what needs to remain. And I think so. You're right on with that. Awesome. Well, we're so glad that you uh, tuned in today. Uh, We hope this was helpful. I have one final challenge before, you know, Jeremy closes us up here, is uh, 
one of the things I found myself doing in this, the last month especially, is is giving thanks to God. Um, that even in the midst of all of the things that have gone on in the world in the last year, and I'm just grateful to God for, you know, he who giveth, you know, the Lord gives and the Lord taketh away, blessed, but still blessed be the name of the Lord, is God has shown, you know, at least you and I, some of the things that we need to focus and hone in on, and mm. for that I'm grateful. I, last year I had uh, a Bible study, co- or a Bible study, I had a, a youth ministry coach, I had a guy coaching me, and he would always ask me, like, what's my purpose? And I would answer it in some generic, vague way in terms of, you know, discipling students, or not discipling, just, you know, caring for students. And he had checked in with me after the six-month mark, like, uh, last week, and and he was listening to what I was saying. He was like, wow, it sounds like your purpose has changed. And I'm, yeah, so now I'm a lot more you know, focused on this helping kids be disciple makers who make disciples of other, you know, students and and to be able to take that with them. And so I am grateful to God for that. And so one challenge I wanted to give to you after you finish up this uh, this podcast, maybe just write down a couple of things that you're just grateful to God for and give thanks. Uh, you know, this last weekend, one of our pastors, um, you know, brought a sermon about prayer and what he ultimately said, uh, this woman who had this um, uh, refrigerator magnet, and it says, if you if you only ever prayed one prayer in your life, make sure that prayer is thank you. And so just take a moment after this podcast and just bow your head before the Lord and give gratitude for what the Lord has taught you in this season, especially about his faithfulness. Friends, thank you so much as we've gathered to talk about the shift in COVID and how that's changed the way we look at disciple making in the youth ministry context. Next week, we're going to start talking about attractional youth ministry. Yeah. Friend or foe? Oh, boy. It's going to be an interesting one. We, we might make some enemies. We might make some friends. Either way, uh, it's all it's all good. You can reach out to us by emailing us at disciplemakingym at gmail.com. Please, if you have questions or thoughts or ideas, either about what we've talked about or something going forward, we'd love to hear your comments, your feedback. And if you haven't already, tell someone about this podcast Just who might someone. need to know about it. Just tell them. So thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you on the next one. See you later. See ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Disciple Making Youth Ministry Podcast. We sure do hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe wherever it is you consume your podcast. We hope you have been encouraged by what you have heard and you're ready to jump into the hard work of disciple making. Catch you on the next one.